0: G'day there, and welcome to the rewrap for Tuesday. All the best bits from the Mike Hosking Breakfast on News Talk ZB in a sillier package. I am Glenn ZB. And uh, this morning, uh, the sustainability party situation is weird. Uh, Trump is in India. Uh, we'll have a look at him getting off the plane. Uh, but first up, uh, what did the top twins get everybody to shout? Outside Parliament yesterday?
1: What's going on in Parliament yesterday? I couldn't believe my eyes or ears as it turned out. So, yesterday at Parliament, they had, uh, first of all, it was a weird old business at, uh, protest protested Parliament over the Concert FM. This is the classical music station that was being moved um, to AM and upset the people that listen to it. And there aren't that many, but nevertheless, they're active, they're vocal, uh, they've got time on their hands clearly together in the forecourt of Parliament. So, But that all got fixed because Jacinda found an FM frequency. It was fixed, fixed a couple of weeks ago, so I couldn't work out what was going on. Why were you protesting over something that had been fixed anyway? And then it got really weird. Listen to this, listen to this, and this is a concert FM protest, and this is what they were chanting. Listen carefully. Everybody, we will need all the voices. Are we ready? One, two, three... Thank you. <laughs> what the hell's that about? Is, a- Sanks, is something once really a chant? Well, that was the embarrassing thing, of course. It never really took off. It was, we've got, we've got the power. Oh, we've got the power? What have I got to do with constant FM? Why are people attacking me? Why are the top twins attacking me on the steps of Parliament? One more time. Just listen to this. We need all the voices. Are we ready? One. It's a, um, it's not what he, I mean, you know, a youth music station, perhaps, but certainly I mean, you the, can't argue with the sentiment. <laughs> I mean, I think we
0: all feel that way. They're certainly <laughs> echoing the will of the nation.
1: Well, you chant during the air break. Um,
0: so, yeah, uh, I think we need to dedicate quite a bit of this podcast to this amazing event yesterday, don't we? It's a It's a chant everybody can climb on board with. Uh, well, maybe not everybody.
1: You're the voice of reason to many of us who are not blinded by this ridiculous government. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Three thank yous. You keep me sane. You're very kind. Mike sounds like the elite at the demo. In Cockney Slam were Brahms and lists. Very clever, Steve. Uh, Mike, there'll always be losers out there, Mike. Keep up your winning ways. L- Lindsay, you're so kind. What were they saying if you weren't up with the, um, if you weren't up with the play? 75 will need all the voices. Are we ready? One, two, three... I don't know what's worse. The part at the end where they don't care. Or the part where she goes, (laughs) Do they have Queen's Honours? I think they do, don't they? Do the top twins who organise that. I think they have Queen's Honours. So what I'm going to do today is start a petition to have their Queen's Honours stripped from them for behaviour unbecoming to royalty or Buckingham Palace. I mean, it was
0: such a complicated...
1: Double-barreled kind of a chant to get going it does, It's got no rhythm, has it? And that's the problem Like, with it.
0: like you're either doing the Mike Hosking part of it yeah. Or you're doing the We Got The Power
1: part of it yeah. You can't do both You can't do both It's just like, so We Got The Power Hasn't it, right? Or F Mike Hosking It's one of the, you're right It's got no rhythm And so, if you're going to choose between the two Obviously you do the <laughs> F Mike Hosking oh, one I would have thought so it's far more fun. I know what I'm doing this Saturday Does night. Does he mean
0: doing the chant on Saturday night? Or doing what they say to do in the chant? You just need to get some clarification on that. Maybe he'll clarify in this segment. Yes, that's right. We're, 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 we, I've got three segments about this in the podcast. We did more than that on the show. Don't you worry about that.
1: Trending now on the Mike Hosking Breakfast. Um, yes. On the steps of Parliament. Why are elderly white people gathering in Wellington to protest against Mike Hosking? What a very good question. Uh, This should become a regular Radio New Zealand feature. It's coming up to the top of the hour and it's time to give Mike Hosking the bird. That's not bad either. Did I hear correct that the top twins lead the chant? What do those overrated yodeling nobodies have to do with the concert programme? They wouldn't know culture if it jumped up and bit them in the bum. As usual, there's no sensible discussion as to why Mike's wrong. Jacinda's followers obviously think she's unquestionable, uh, like a pope or something. Says a lot about how much they want someone to do the thinking for them. Uh, Just goes to show, says somebody else, the top twins are no longer relevant. So even the left don't think Jacinda's in charge to make that decision, but Mike Hosking is. Strange old times. Perfect chant for all occasions, says somebody else. Perfect chant for all occasions. Hate that the elderly... Have made swearing uncool. Wonderful for any kids in the crowd. Top twins have to be one of the most appalling entertainment acts to ever surface in New Zealand. Well, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that. I very kindly had the top twins on my program before. Don't know they'll be back ever again. But I shall turn the other cheek. I think
0: ideally they uh, write a song about it and
1: come on the show and perform it. That's either. I wonder if we can get Vernon Tarver on on the show. We've got to find him first. Now, the Vernon Tarver scandal doesn't seem to be... Well, it doesn't seem to be much of a scandal at all, does it really? And is that? Because we have, sadly, bigger, more scandalous fish to fry, and as a result, we've become somewhat immune to what would be, in less tumultuous times, a much bigger headline. It also, sadly, reveals in a cold stark light just how pathetic the chances of small-party emergence is in an MMP system, but more on that shortly. Given the SFO have laid a bunch of charges over National Party donations and an MP in the, former, in the form of Jamie Lee Ross heading to court today. Of course, does Vernon and his allegations seem a little bit tragic? Uh, given the SFO is currently investigating the New Zealand First Foundation and its links to the New Zealand First Party and its leader Winston Peters, do poor old Vernon's alleged numbers and problems seem a little bit small fry? Because surely, if what the former party secretary says is true, then Vernon's basically a cad. She alleges she discovered they were short on numbers and cash when it comes to being a legitimate party. You need 500 names, signatures and deposits. They didn't seem to have them. Vernon, according to the former party operative, wanted to simply go to the bank and get a bit of cash and make up the difference and rig a few lists and dates and make it look like everything was kosher. She refused, quit, went to the Electoral Commission. The Electoral Commission seems to have done nothing which either means Vernon's in the clear or they were right about the Electoral Commission when the New Zealand First Foundation mess first read its head. They have no power and are basically useless. Anyway, the concern surely is the fact that if you were thinking of voting for Vernon and his band of merry sustainabilityists, do you still want to? Doesn't the alleged behaviour make you go, hmm, how legit is this bloke? And then, then the tragedy of the actual circumstance, the cold hard reality, He doesn't seem to have been able to drum up even 500 people to join a party, far less start a movement that's going anywhere. Now, when we last had him on the program, it was the day he alleged he'd got to 500 and was officially launching. I asked him at the time, I said, how many do you actually have? And to my surprise, he hadn't even passed the threshold that morning, but was hoping by the end of the day to have done so. Sounded hopeless to me. And if reports from the former secretary are correct, clearly was. But that's MMP, isn't it, when you think about it? Despite all the noise about minor players and voices and ideas and movements being heard and prospering, it simply isn't true. We are left with the Greens, barely making 5% at the moment, New Zealand first, under investigation, and on a three, an act held alive by a deal. Almost 90% support is for the two old players we were seemingly so keen to strip of power back in the 90s when this tantalising MMP thing was dangled in front of us. The latest dabble in expansion, a blue-green sustainability party seemingly dead, before it even gets a vote.
0: You know how everybody voted for MNP when we had that referendum? Not me, but most people did, because that's why we've got MNP. Do you reckon it's as easy to find anybody who admits to voting for that now? Or does does people have sort of selective memory about what exactly they voted for now? Um... None of us voted for Trump. I know there are people in this country who would if they could. Uh, I wonder if there are many people
1: in India who would if they could. Trump, by the way, before he left for India, which I watched him land live last night, happened about 7 o'clock, it was a fascinating thing. Anyway, I'll come to that in a moment. Before he left for India, he said he's about to sign a peace deal with Afghanistan, which is a remarkable thing because they've got that truce of sorts in place at the moment for the next seven days, and if that holds... They think they can do a deal. So if he can sign that off in election year, that's uh, going to do him no harm whatsoever. Anyway, it turns up in India, weirdest thing you've ever seen. So Air Force One sitting there on the tarmac and you're waiting for Modi to arrive. He arrives in a very nice Range Rover. By the way, if I ever run a country, I'm making all government cars Range Rovers because he had a beautiful Range Rover, matte black, not the shiny black, but a matte black. So he turned up in his Range Rover. The beast was there, Donald's beast. Anyway, the weird thing was that Ivanka, who seems to just go everywhere with Daddy these days, probably because she hasn't got a job, and, and, and the husband, they come off the back of the plane. They come off the back of the plane, go around the tail end of it, and then line up at the bottom of the stairs to greet him, which seemed weird to me because then when he came down, and Melania has always looked spectacular, he not so much. He wore a bright yellow tie, which I think was you know to appease the Indians and all that sort of stuff, but... He looked silly in it. Nevertheless, he came down the stairs, said hello to Modi, gave him a very well Modi big hugger, gave him big hugs, and uh, but Trump does Trump's not a hugger. Looks very uncomfortable hugging. Doesn't hug Melania, which is interesting. So that's obviously an intro, uh, Indian thing. So he shook her hand very warmly, very warm welcome, but there was no hug. Anyway, he then goes does Trump to greet his daughter and son-in-law, who he was just on the plane with for the last ten hours from Washington who he just said hello to and goodbye to three and a half minutes ago, and he kisses her and shakes his hand as though they have never met before.
0: Well, to, to be fair, I, I do worry when he comes down the steps of the plane
1: that is he going to make it every time? He's one of those people, if you look at him closely, he concentrates, he holds, and he concentrates like his life depends on it.
0: Yeah, so I'm just thinking they're just relieved
1: that he's got to the
0: bottom of the steps in one piece and hasn't gone tumble, tumble, tumble Maybe they were there to catch him I just find it so weird that they'll they'll transport bulletproof uh, Hummer limousines uh, to places where he's going the bulletproof lecterns and then they put him at great risk by making him walk downstairs out of a giant airplane and they don't have a proper air bridge or a lift or an elevator or, or an escalator or anything What's that about? I don't understand I'm Glenn ZB uh, and that's usually how I feel at the end of these podcasts that was the re-wrap and we'll see you back here with another one tomorrow and I'll confuse myself then too probably